This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. I don't know if you've ever moved into a new house and had a new bedroom. It can be exciting to decorate it and arrange all of your books and toys in new places and settle in. Kaz and her family had just moved to a very old house. It was much bigger than their last house and was what mum called a doer-upper, which basically meant that it needed a ton of decorating work and building work to be done to it. Kaz found it funny that some of the work was to get rid of old things and replace them with new ones, like taking up the thick lino kitchen floor which mum wanted to replace with slate tiles, and some of the other work was to make the old things just look new again, like the ancient rusting Arger oven and the tiles around the fireplaces. Kaz's new room was lovely, with a pretty fireplace with forget-me-not blue tiles and high ceilings, and she had all her toys and teddies arranged as she liked them. But there was just one problem, and it was something that happened whenever she tried to go to sleep at night. Now, old houses can be funny places. Think of all the people who must have lived in them, and all the things the house must have seen. Well, not seen seen. You know what I mean. They can always seem alive with the memories seeped into the thick old brick walls. In the dark of night, the house seemed to breathe. There were odd clanks from the water pipes and creaks in the walls. And even though Kaz liked the house in her new room, it took a bit of getting used to. One night, she woke up with a start to hear a new creak. It was coming from under her bed. She lay frozen, listening. It was a regular creak, as if someone or something was moving around. After a while, it stopped, and she screwed up her eyes in the dark and eventually went back to sleep. But the next night, the same thing happened. It was so spooky. The squeaky, creaking noise could almost be coming from an animal. The thought made Kaz even more scared. There was only one logical explanation. I think I've got a monster under my bed, she declared one morning at breakfast. Her parents looked at each other, not sure if Kaz was pulling their legs. I mean it. Every night there's this strange noise and I can hear something moving. Have you looked to see what it could be? It could just be Slippers, said Mum. Slippers was the family cat. Slippers was basking in front of the Arga with all four paws in the air, toasting his tummy. Slippers never comes in at night, you know that. It was true. He was a slim hunter of a cat who might sleep all day, but when dusk fell, he would be off on his travels and not seen again until breakfast. Have you actually seen it? questioned Dad. I'm too scared! animated Kaz. What if it's got pointy teeth, sharp claws? She shivered and grimaced. 
Mum said something about it being important to face your fears, or that you should feel the fear but do something anyway, which Kaz thought was all well and good, although her mother wasn't currently dealing with a monster under her bed, so it was easy enough for her to say. Well, maybe if we give you a torch, you could have a proper look. At least find out what you're dealing with. This seems like a good idea, although Kaz worried that she wouldn't be brave enough to take a look. Mum rummaged through the kitchen drawers and found a small but powerful torch, no bigger than a pen. And that evening, Kaz prepared to confront her fears and see the monster for herself. Sure enough, the next night, just as she was dropping off, the eerie creaking noise began again. Creak! Creak! Kaz felt a stab of terror in her chest, but bravely and slowly reached for the torch. Trying to make as little noise as possible, she slowly pushed back the covers. Slowly, she moved towards the edge of the bed. Creak! Creak! With a deep breath, she leaned over the edge taking her torch she slowly peered into the gloom gulping hard she flicked the switch shining the bright beam to the farthest reaches of the carpet and bam would you believe it just as she suspected she really did actually definitely came face to face with a monster she screamed and screamed and screamed and the monster who wasn't very big came face to face with Kaz and it screamed and screamed and screamed too then they both stopped screaming and just squinted at each other the monster was fairly small covered in fur with more ears and arms and legs than you'd expect something to have in the torchlight, it seemed to be a shade of mauve or pink, and it was trembling a lot, almost as much as Kaz. I really have got a monster under my bed, she whispered, her voice quivering. The creature looked puzzled. I'm not the monster, you are! I'm really not, I'm just a kid. But look at the size of you! You're ten times as big as me! You're the monster on top of the bed! Kaz must have looked disbelieving. Come on, you're massive, reasoned the monster, who actually didn't look particularly monstrous. In fact, if Kaz had to describe it, she would have to say that it was more fluffy, maybe tubby, even cute. Could monsters be cute? The monster blinked in what has to be said was quite a cute way. It had the look of a baby owl, or at least a baby owl with a multitude of arms and legs and too many eyes, so not really like a baby owl at all now that I come to think of it. Kaz had to admit that the creature had a point. In fact, if they were both talking about scariness, small fluffy little creatures, especially ones who were shaking like maracas, weren't really in the game at all. But what about that strange weird creaking sound you're always making? That's just your floorboards. What about that terrible rumbling noise you make when you're asleep? Terrifying it is. It wakes me up. and That's why I'm shuffling around down here. I'm trying to find a quiet spot. Rumbling? Oh, that's just me snoring. It's something that humans do. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. I've been scared stiff. Well, so have I. They both looked at each other warily. Funnily enough, neither of them felt scared anymore. In fact, they began to smile. 
and then giggle and then burst into laughter. Kaz was the first to speak. I tell you what, I'll get my dad to fix the squeaky floorboard and then I'll find it easier to sleep. I will anyway, now that I know it's you. And I'll get some earplugs. I'll need quite a few, but that should stop me from waking up when you snore. I didn't realise you were just trying to get some sleep like me. Sounds like a plan. Kaz extended her hand towards the small fluffy creature who extended one warm paw-like hand in return and they shook on it. It was a deal. When she woke the next day, Kaz scratched her head and wondered, had it all been a dream? Boldly, she stuck her head under the bed, but there was nothing there except a couple of old teddies and some dust. The monster was nowhere to be seen. She'd wish she'd asked more questions, like why had the monster chosen her bed and what do monsters do anyway? But in life, sometimes we never know the answers to some questions. And in a way, that's what keeps life interesting, if you ask me. But this story isn't about me. So let's find out what happened next. Kaz asked Dad to check the floorboards anyway, and fortunately he did without asking too many questions. Sure enough, they found a few were indeed very loose and squeaky, and so with a couple of nails they were fixed solidly, and the carpet replaced, and so would squeak and creak no more, no matter how much the little monster moved around. And Kaz? Well, she never saw the creature again. She was too busy sleeping soundly, just like the creature under the bed, tucked up warm and cosy with earplugs in all six of its ears. Kaz did snore quite loudly. And that's the story of the monster on top of the bed. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 